Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and thanks for tuning in for Relationship Wednesdays. I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel. And I'm Darren Noel. I run a private practice that is thriving and growing in Naperville and Chicago, Illinois. We're also online and telephonic. So for all of your behavioral health and people management, emotion management needs, we are available to help you with those things. Yes, and my background is Open America here at Noel & Associates. I focus on life coaching, career counseling, and mock interviews. Absolutely. So I wanted to talk a little bit about our topic for today's show. And today's topic is um, you can't move ahead if you are always looking in the rearview mirror, meaning if you're always looking backwards in your life. And um, this is one of those topics that I'm, I'm really going to take a little slower than we've taken other topics. And other topics we have, you know, a, a, a thousand points of information, books to read, places to go. But this one to me is really, really much more introspective than that. Mm. And I really want people to be able to look at who they are in the moment without always looking behind. Now, let me make some caveats. When I say don't look in your rearview mirror, don't be guided by your past, do know that there are some huge things in all of our past that we have to work through. So if there's been trauma in your past or you've caused trauma or maybe you have won a Nobel Peace Prize or, or done those things, some of those huge historic kind of milestone moments are going to stick with you. Absolutely. You get a Ph.D., a doctorate degree, you are, you're in an award, you're recognized by your CEO, your president of your division for doing great work. Hey, those are, those are significant things. Uh-huh. And those life events, emotional events, all of those things should empower you and push you forward to do well, but we don't want you to get stuck in them. Right. We don't want that to be what defines you, what you used to be. Now, I'm going to give you one. I mean, for you young bucks out there, you may not know who President Jimmy Carter is. And, uh, of course, I was not alive when he was president, but I heard him do – was I not? What were you were president? You, well, you know, I think you're, you're, you're young now. When you were president? In the 70s? Yeah, but I was born but you, in right, like – you may not have yeah, known the president. Yeah, I don't think right. I recall. Right. But, okay. Um, but – One of the things that Jimmy Carter said that I thought was always very important is because I don't know if people know he's one of the founders of Habitat for Humanity, and that's why he's known really well for that. One of the things he said was, I don't only want to be known as a president. Mm. He said he wanted his legacy to be bigger than that. He wanted his legacy to be more than that and broader than that. He said that he loved what he did as president. He's not ashamed of being president. But he didn't want that to be his last great stand, his last hurrah. He didn't want to stay stuck in that's just what he used to be, and that's a ex-president. And I thought that that was such a profound statement that he was able to look at something because we've only had 44, 45 presidents. Right. And at that time, we hadn't had as many as we've had now. Um, And he basically had reached a pinnacle, at least in politics for the United States of America, that that such a small percentage of our population will ever be able to say that they were president or a president's wife or lived in the White House. And that's something that so many people aspire to do. And he was able to say that that was his path. That's amazing process. But when someone has achieved that level of success, you know, political success, and say, you know, this is not a a life-defining moment. This is not all I am. This is a significant part. But it's not a life-defining moment. This is all I am. And for him to say that, 
that really broadens the scope of really who he wants to be as a person. Correct. And so that's just one aspect of not looking and living in just the past. And that's a positive past that we don't live in. So, I mean, it, you know, in past shows we've said to you, put around you all of your accomplishments. And I don't consider putting up your degrees or your accomplishments or those things to be. I'm sure that President Carter has pictures of himself as president of up at the house. You can go to restaurants. I know um, in Chicago we've got a lot of Italian restaurants. Right. And when you go um, to some of them to create that home environment, there are like hundreds of these pictures. old pictures and pictures of what used to be. But, but – it's just as an encouragement, not as a place to get stuck. So even in positive times. You know the guy who, who played Hawkeye in the Avengers <clears throat> and also Jason Bourne, one of the later films he took yeah, over. Yeah, he had a commercial out recently, which I didn't even know. He says, I don't want to be defined by just one thing that I do. I just knew him as an actor, but apparently he's also a musician and also like an architect or an uh, inventor, things like that. He said he didn't want to just be defined by that one thing. I, like I said, I didn't even know he did those other things, but he's almost in the same line. So you know what? I'm pretty known for, for acting. You know, I have a lot of big roles, but that's not all that I am. I don't want to be defined or just limited to just you know me about one thing. I'm also these other things as well that are really a part of who I am as a person. As a total package. Yes. And I think a person's identity and life has to be fluid. Right? Yes. We cannot be just what we were. I'll give you another example of something positive. Queen Latifah. Uh-huh. I know her as a rapper. Right. But 16-year-olds today don't know she ever rapped. They know, they know her as a talk show host. They know her as a movie um, person. Right. If you look at Will Smith, he was a rapper. I mean, like, only a couple songs, but that was how he got his start. And then movies came about and TV shows came about. So it's not just the one thing that he's known by. And Ice Team? Yes, from, uh, yes. You, know, you, he, you hardly can remember that he is, he's been acting so long on SVU, but he's a rapper, right? I mean, for, for a lot of young folks, we may not know that Ice Team was a rapper. Absolutely. And so I guess what I'm suggesting by not staying stuck in the past is it's okay to reinvent yourself. And it's okay to be who you are now and not who you used to be, good or bad. It's okay to know that there's more to you than just one aspect, one characteristic of who you are. You can be things that you need to be, and some will be good and some will be bad. Now, let's talk a little bit about living in the past, even if it's a, if it's a negative thing. Um, I meet so many clients, and we're talking about moving forward in their lives and their relationships, and they'll say, I'm tired of my spouse, of my this, of my that, bringing up past negative things that I've done. I feel like I get so stuck in the past mm. that, I, that they can't move forward into some type of positivity, mm, Okay, you know. And one of the things that keeps relationships stuck in the past is, now past should be things that you don't do anymore, but what happens a lot of times is one can recreate those negative behaviors and bring them into your new present story and so that the past doesn't really seem the past anymore. It's a part of, you know, it's in the fabric sure. of what you do today. Right. And so one of the ways to not be stuck in the past is to not keep doing the things that you did that caused the concerns in the first place. Right. If you've done um, actions that cause your partner or spouse to lose trust in you and you are currently doing some untrustworthy things, okay, guess what? It brings it all up again, right? So you, cause you really haven't moved past that, mm-hmm. okay? If you were – they found that you were cheating on them, things of that nature, and now they find out that you're doing a lot of flirting, uh, you know, sexy text messages going back and forth. This could call a lot of things into question. Like, wait a minute. I haven't found that exactly what's going on, but with the smoke, there could be fire. Absolutely. Right? So you're causing them to question your trust again. 
Okay, that, that could be the scenario that someone Absolutely. finds themselves in. Another thing that keeps people in their past is these constant comparisons to there was something better in yesterday. Yes. Um, you were a better you in yesterday. You gave a better speech yesterday, meaning in the past. Um, you were a good worker yesterday. You were skinny yesterday. Is this a, for what you're talking about? Is this somebody talking to themselves? Is Absolutely, okay. talking to themselves. Okay. So other people can keep you in the past, but you can also keep yourself in the past by sure. saying what you used to do, right? Yes. And as we know, we all can change the way we see the past based on what we need to see. Oh, absolutely. You can write that, rewrite that story over based on, you know, your rolls your rosy glasses on, you know, I was perfect, I did awesome regardless of any feedback someone gave you or, you know, our relationship was great. But then sometimes, like, we, you only remembering the good times. But they have some bad times in that relationship that you were in before as well. Mm-hmm. But at that particular time, when you do a comparison to your current relationship, you're only seeing the good stuff that was in that past relationship. Absolutely, absolutely. And so our caveat to you today is, Good or bad, don't stay stuck in it. Mm-hmm. Be able to have some actions, some behaviors, some achievements, some accomplishments in today that outdo what you did in the past so that, that you don't have to just be able to. You've heard people say, rest on your laurels. Right. You know, if you would go, go into it from a work standpoint, we can do that now. You want to do, we can go do ahead, go ahead. So I've, I've come across a lot of individuals who do that from previous successes, I call it, when they talk about, you know, you're doing a review with somebody, a performance review, and here's how you're doing this year, you know, with a media review at the end of the year. Here's how you perform this year. And they want to bring up uh, successes they had from a year ago, two years ago. Well, that was great, and you got rewarded and recognized for the work that you did last year, last year. But now we're talking about this year, the practice you've done this year, the goals that you met or did not meet this year. So you, you can't bring up, nor do I'm going to discuss it, what you did last year, because this is this year's review. Okay, so a lot of times people try to bring up past success that they had in previous years, okay, or even previous roles. You know, if you have somebody who's maybe not performing well in the current role they're in, say, you know what, I used to get a lot of accolades. I was the best uh, this and that in my previous role. I had a lot of uh, – I was considered um, a subject matter expert in this role. I was one who people went to to get information in a previous role. That was great. You took a move over to a different department, so maybe it utilizes a different skill set. Okay, and maybe this is a stretch for you. You're learning okay. some new skills. Mm-hmm. Okay, guess what? Now you're you're reviewing how you're performing in this role. So it's not about how you did in your last role. It's how you're doing in this role currently and doing now. Okay? And that sometimes people try and always go back to where they were performing well. Yes, you did perform well in that previous role, but now we're talking about the volume. Absolutely, absolutely. Let me, let me also say this. People can also get, get bitter when they can't use their past, right? Like when people say, you know, I can remember sitting in reviews and um, somebody say, well, you know, like you need to work on your timeliness or getting to time to work on time. Right. And the employee says something like, well, what about the times I got here last year? Like all last year I worked overtime. I worked extra time. I came (laughs) in early. I stayed late. And so you're going to ding me on what I did last week? Yes. Yes. Yes, right, absolutely. You know, like, yes, I am. Right. Yes, we are. Um, another example is, you know, if you look at your driving record, you can have, I remember one time, I'll never forget this, I got this letter in the mail saying that I had never had a ticket, congratulations, or whatever, from the state of Illinois. I'm not laughing. And Darren said, what's that? Like, I've never seen one of right. those. Uh, right. And I was cracking up at him, and then I got a ticket, right? Right. Now, I can say that, you know, I didn't have a ticket for 10 years or 15 years before that, but it doesn't matter if I'm on the questionnaire and it says, have you ever had a ticket? That's absolutely right. 
You're absolutely right. So where are you at now? Not right. Where are you at now? Well, but I'm, you know, not including the last year. You know, the prior ten years, I was awesome. Well, in the la- the last year, the person had some struggles. Correct. So that's what's included in the conversation right now. And it's the totality of who we are that defines us, right? Mm. In some moments, let me say this: some past moments can be super defining. Oh, sure, sure. There can be moments where, let's say, a huge mistake is made. That defining moment is going to be there for years, but you can over-define it with something else, you know? Yeah, go on more. So that. let me give you an example. One of the people I think about is Adam Walsh, who, um, what's the show he has? Um, where he finds America's, his, most America's Most Wanted. Yes. He lost his son, or not lost, his son was kidnapped and stolen. Right. And that was a defining moment for him, mm. a defining moment for his family, right. a defining moment for his child, but also a defining moment for his future because he could have stayed stuck, and, and no one would have blamed him. Let me say this. Losing a child is huge. Nobody's saying, oh, wow, you know, I can't believe you stayed stuck there. No, that I get that whole situation. But he decided to look for criminals as a way to move forward in his life. He impacted in a positive way a lot of families, identified uh, criminals, got them off the street, get the information to police, allowed them to be prosecuted, and saved a lot of people heartache, the same heart that he was going through. Absolutely. And, it, you know, losing his son is something so it cost him a lot. Apparently it cost him his marriage. I mean, that is huge. Yes. That is huge. And those moments can be super defining. And sometimes we can have moments in our lives where we feel like, Will I ever get over this? Will I ever be anything more than this? Right. Good or bad. That's something to think about. You know, take stock of yourself. So, okay, this hat, where am I going to go from here? Mm-hmm. Right? Draw that line in the sand. Okay, it, it, that was what it was, but here I'm going to go to the next step, and I'm going to start moving ahead, not constantly looking in the back mirror to seeing all the pitfalls that I went through and mm-hmm. uh, the blockages and struggles that I went through in the past, necessarily. And what are my other capabilities, too? I mean, if, if you look, and then here's another thing that's very interesting. The longer you live, the further away the past gets. So some people don't even really remember your past. Mm, okay. You may, but others may not. I mean, if, I, if we think about it from a child's eye, I have a five-year-old. Um, she doesn't remember my past of college. She doesn't know anything about it. Right. She woke up one day and was here, and so was <laughs> I, and, like, that's what she remembers, right? And so I could I could let my fears or insecurities from the past sort of define my parenting today, but for her it doesn't even exist. Right. So it doesn't even matter. And sometimes I wish we could take that same childlike eye the way children can take it and be like, well, that was yesterday. And just turn the page. And turn the page, and this is today. So if there are good things that you want to carry forward and have mementos from those positive things because they encourage you, no doubt have those. But we can't stay stuck in um, what we did yesterday when today is the day we're living in and today is the time that matters. In addition, a lot of times when we don't set new goals, we have to stay stuck in the past. Mm, okay. Talk about because that. we don't have anywhere we're going. I mean, so if a person works a job for 30 years and they never move up, they never transition, they never learn new skills, all they can think about is, man, I've been at this job for 10 years and I've done this and I've done that. Like the, the future doesn't seem bright. The present doesn't seem hopeful. So the past is really what people hold on to because it's what they have. It's really just a long present, yeah. right? I mean, it's just a 30-year present. You know, it's all, it's all right here, all right now. From the, the first day I started to the current day, even on the job for 30 years, it's all present. I really haven't 
move past who I really who I was when I first came in. Absolutely. I still am who I am. I still have the same skills. I have, my mindset hasn't changed, things like that. It, I have not changed. Absolutely. And so changing also keeps you in the present. Mm. Changing, goal setting, a task, like knowing that you have a direction to go in will keep you from the past and into the into the present. There was a, a quote I read by Muhammad Ali uh, that was floating around as they were talking about um, after he passed away, that if, if a man thinks looks at the world the same way at 50 years old as he did when he was 20, he just wasted 30 years of his life in some mm-hmm. form or fashion of that. So mm-hmm. no, there's no change. The same way I look at everything at 50, the same way I'm looking at 20. I haven't expanded myself. I have expanded my mindset, look at things from a different awareness, reading additional books, you know, looked at things from someone else's perspective. I just the same way. It's just a 30-year present. <laughs> no change. Absolutely. And also I think what the past does is we have experiences from every day we've been alive. We can choose to let the experiences empower us. We can choose to let them disempower us. We can choose to let them let them keep us stuck, or we can choose to move forward. I mean, it's like, for example, um, you know, when someone's going to jail for something that they've done and they've served their time, people say, hey, they paid their debt to society, let's give them a new start. Right. And it's not so easy to get rid of that past, right, because it leaves right. a record. It leaves a sign. People can look it up and go, oh, here is what your past is. But that person has to define now what their differences are going to be. Yes. In the day, in the two day. In the current day. And they have to make some decisions and also not be defined by their past. If a thousand people say no to a job, they have to be brave enough to look for the thousands and first job. If a bunch of people say, I, I don't trust you, they have to look for the people that do. Which is not easy to do. It's not. not. It's not easy it's to not. do. It's not. And those are defining moments, right? And this is why the past, a lot of people want to let it go, right? Because it's like, okay, so not so good things happen forward from that. And you also have to make sure you don't fall back into those same tendencies or same um, actions that cause you to get in that. Like you're talking about someone who maybe they had a violent past. And everybody says, oh, I'm not going to trust you because you're violent. You're violent. Then you get upset and you get violent. <laughs> okay? You haven't changed. Right? That's the, that's the situation. You know what? I'm not that same person. So what I would normally have re- re- had a violent reaction to this in the past, I'm not that person anymore. I'm not going to react the same way I did before in the past. They mm-hmm. caused me an outcome that I didn't want. Absolutely, absolutely. Let me let me also say this. There are memories that we all have crystallized in our minds that, like, we, we kind of, it makes you nostalgic. You go back to, you know, uh, Darren and I sometimes laugh about back in the day in the 80s when rap was rap. And, yeah, when real, you know, was real yeah. music <laughs> When real music was out, right? Yes. But there was a song that came out, and he said something about, you say I can't rap, but I'm rapping all the way to the bank, or yeah, right. yes, seven yes. on my yacht, yeah, or yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. the words were. And they were so, they resonated with me because, He's basically like, you can say I can't rap and you can talk about the past all you want to, but I'm the one cashing the check today. Making money today. You know? And so and we all have a way of looking at the past. And again, and nostalgia, it's an extreme thing. Like, if it was good, it was really good. If it was bad, it was really <laughs> bad. You know, my dad used to tell me that when he went to school, he had to walk to school uh, uphill both ways. You know, <laughs> he would just be remembering. And I'm sitting there like, I'm trying to figure out, up, down, up. How do you go up both ways? But for him, he's remembering the past in a, a, a particular and a specific type of way. And people do that. I don't know why we do that. That's what people do. You know, boy, some people might have born and raised in New York City. Oh, New York City is awesome. I've lived in Chicago here for the last 18-plus years. Tell it. Would you please tell right? that? So we think, oh, New York was awesome. Yeah, but guess what? It was that awesome. But I'm not there now, right? So I guess I have good memories. of. But it gets filtered down. So 
what comes to memory is all the good stuff, all the good times there, not necessarily any bad times or the dirt that they didn't like or things like that. When you think back about all this, thinking about is just the positive. Oh, and yeah. then sometimes what we miss is not the location but the youth. You yeah, know, right, right. <laughs> right. I think sometimes I'm not saying New York is not a great city. New York sure. is a great city. Great city. You know, Chicago is also greater. But <laughs> but when I think about Chicago, my the love I have for it is based in today. But a lot of it is based in my grandmother was still alive. Right. My cousins and I still lived in a very close proximity. You can still take a pop bottle to the candy lady and candy lady and get five cookies. You can recycle plastic bags. Right. So, the whole, yeah. the whole, the whole, everything that went along with it. Right, the seventies, the the music, the times around, the friends that were in the neighborhood. Correct. It's all the memories. And the, the, lack of responsibility. the lack of responsibility. I can be so nostalgic about a certain particular time of my life because I had no bills. Right. Summer lasted forever. Yeah. Right. Uh, when is school coming back? But you know, right, just hanging out with your friends. It's awesome. Yeah. I can remember where a day seemed like forever. 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 And now I feel like I just woke up and like the sun's going down. What happened? Every, you know what year, I mean? was, every year was long. Yeah. When am I going to be seven? You know, I've been six for so long. <laughs> now it's like, what? I'm, a birthday again? Oh, thank God for that. It just happens fast. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think we all have to work on um, reality, right? And accepting what is now for what is now and knowing that you cannot bring. Um, you know, I think the Bible talks about you cannot put new wine into an old system, yes, right? You right. know, because it's got cracks in it, it's going to leak out. So new times, new you, you have to be able to move forward, okay? And so then sometimes we think about the past and we think about, man, if onlys, right? How many yes. times have we said, if only I knew then what I know now, yes. I'd have been a billionaire. Probably not so, right. because you wouldn't have used it. Because if you, I mean, like literally, there are people that were alive with you the same time you were. That came up with ideas that you wish you had come up with, but they came up with them at the same time that you didn't, so to speak. Very challenging. I know folks who said, you know what, I was going to uh, sell my stock right before it busted. You know, this is a number of years ago when the stock market crashed. I was thinking about selling it, but I decided to hold on. Someone told me to hold on. I hold on to it, and I lost, you know, half a million dollars in the stock. I had a terrible situation financially, but you can't continue to, to live in that. Because how's the thinking? Oh, if I just had, if I just had, I just had. Her. If you had stayed with Sabrina, she right. was so beautiful, and you just recently saw her on Facebook, and she's still beautiful. Her life is so happy, and those different things. You know, the other thing is spending time in the past wastes time. Let me give you an example. How many times have I heard people sit on the sofa and say, "Dr. Noel"? These people made fun of me when I was in high school or college, so I've been surfing their Facebook pages to see what's happening for them now, and mm. their lives aren't as good as they say, or I can't believe it, but their life is better than I thought that it would be. All of that energy that that person is putting into the past is taken away from the energy that they need to put into their present. Focusing on themselves and what they're going to develop themselves to help their dreams and goals come true. Mm-hmm. And their family's goals. And here's here's the other thing, you know, Sometimes you surf the net for a comparison. You want a brand new car. You surf. What is the what is the, sure. the what's out there? Like what's out there? What's going on? But you don't spend a year doing it. Right. You know what I mean? You you look at what you have to look at. You get the information that you need, and you move forward. So sometimes we move into the past so that we can move forward. Sometimes we go, okay, last time I faced this challenge, how did I do it? Mm-hmm. Or last time I had a great victory, how did I do that? Right. So maybe I need to recreate that so that I can move forward. Those things are fine. But sitting with the past for a week, a month, a year saying, if I should have done that, if I hadn't have missed that opportunity, if they hadn't have skipped me for a promotion, then I would be better. Right. So you, you do find people doing that sometimes, and they'll live in that, you know, they passed me up in this promotion five years ago. I'm still upset about it. 
but you're still one. You still have the same company, okay? Have you applied for another opportunity? Did you get some good feedback of why they skipped you over from the from the, the first opportunity that you said you passed that? Have you evaluated? So you know what? For whatever reason, I need to move ahead because the company's going in a different direction. But my skill set, that my personality, whatever the case may be, and maybe I need to change and go to a different company. Okay, but you can't make those kind of positive decisions or even thought processes if you're constantly being upset. They pass me over. They pass me over. They pass me over. Absolutely. You can't move ahead. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you've got and, and being successful in today is a mindset. Mm. It's a mindset because I think it's almost we're taught to think about the past as though it was better than what we live now, right? We're taught that oh, let me just daydream about the past, and there's nothing wrong with thinking about it. But staying hostage to it is where the problems begin. Good point. Good point. You know? So let's talk a little bit about staying in the past and what that means for forgiveness. Darren, what are your thoughts about that? So I think some people can have a situation where they're living in the past with hurt feelings, where friends or family members have said something, did something to them, um, and they're still living in that. It's still an active, open wound of what what happened to them. Sometimes because the person didn't apologize, right, and they did not say sorry, um, or maybe the apology wasn't a heartfelt apology. Uh, maybe they they've done forgot about it. You know, I didn't I didn't realize I said something that hurt your feelings, uh, cousin, ten years ago. Didn't realize it. You know, we're seventeen at the time. We're you know, I was hanging out. I said something. I didn't realize it hurt your feelings. Okay, I didn't realize I I dated the girl that you liked, and I actually you know you said you were kind of thinking about her. I. I wanted to. I took action, and now, you know, now we're dating. I didn't realize that hurt you that deep, but you were still bothered by that. You know, absolutely. So but sometimes you just don't know, okay. But some people can can live and live in that hurt, okay. But you got to try to address it so you can move forward. You got to try and address it so you can move forward. Absolutely. Also, sometimes we don't forgive ourselves for the past, right? Mm. Sometimes we sort of feel like we messed up or knew we were messing up when we messed up but didn't think the consequences would be there. And so that changes how we feel about ourselves. But you have to forgive what you did. You have to forgive what the past was. You have to reshape today to match the integrity and character that you have now. I think also goes into sometimes fear of failure because of failures, uh, so-called failures in the past, and someone is constantly looking at that and doesn't want to move ahead. It's almost like that scare factor. I don't want to have that feeling of failure again. Uh, it was humiliating, I was embarrassed, whatever the case may be, um, and I don't want to go through that again mm-hmm. because I'm still actively on my mind, someone could say. Um, so I don't want to take that risk again. And sometimes the past can be triggered at unexpected moments. You know, sometimes I've been watching a movie and some scene will come up that will kind of push me back to something that happened five years ago, six years ago, eight months ago, two days, you know, it pushes you back. So. Well, our minds will remember. Our our minds are wired to remember, but you can actively redirect when it's time to redirect. Absolutely. Someone can say somebody. Somebody can have the same personality as somebody who hurt you in the past. Whatever, they just remind you of that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have the same demeanor, the same, ooh, it vexes me a little bit the same like, like Joey did back when, you know, five years ago. Mm-hmm. It was the last company I was at. And even if that's true, I mean, I think how much education can we get from the past? If we're educated from the past, so let's say a certain personality type always does you wrong or you always find yourself feeling victimized by that, let the past guide you in saying, okay, I don't need to mess with this type of person, right? right? right. But you don't have to be angry with that person. You can release them, though, from your life. Absolutely. Recognize, oh, this guy has the same, oh, girl, the same character traits that we just didn't get along for whatever reason. Guess what? 
when it comes to volunteering to do projects, not volunteering to do uh, go on a trip together, guess what? I'm not volunteering to be with that person more any more than I have to. So be it. Mm-hmm. And go about your business. You can also separate yourself. Like I feel like some things people do are so egregious that forgetting is not an option. Yes, okay, absolutely. Okay, but you don't have to stay stuck in the past, show up at parties just to make them hurt. You know what I mean? Right, right. You right. can literally say, I don't want to be a part of their life, so right. I'm not going to be, you know, where that person's going to be because I don't want to be in that headspace, right? right? So sometimes it's about the past teaches you your limits. It teaches you some things about who you are in conjunction or or into in juxtaposition to who someone else is. Right, this person's not safe to be around. They say things, do things that, you know, I just need to be away from this person. Guess what? Nothing wrong with that. Guess what? That person's cut off. They're no longer a part of my circle. I'm not going to be associated with that person anymore because they, they do anything but harm me. So guess what? I'm going to make that decision, move past it, and not associate with that person anymore. Or maybe when you're around certain people, it brings out a piece of your personality that you're not proud of, mm, that's, that's you know? And so sometimes it's not what they're doing. It's who you are when you're with them. And sometimes right. you have to say, whoa. You know, and if we all think back, there's always been that one person you're with and drama breaks off sure. with right. them all the time. Why every time I'm with Earl, something's always going down, always mm-hmm. having some issues. So you don't have to be angry with them for the past, but you can say to yourself, okay, the past has shown me that in my today, I don't need to be a part of that. Right. You know, yeah, and so I think we all need to be better custodians of our today, of the time that we have now. Learn from the past, but don't stay glued and stuck to it. Don't stay hostage to it. Thanks, folks. We have a, hope you have a great week. All right, have a great week, guys. Be empowered. Bye bye. Ah, this phone drives me crazy. Excuse me, I'm the Sprinter from Sprint. Try my new iPhone XR with an amazing liquid retina display. This is amazing. Mind if I snap a few photos? Look at that color. I love this display. I uh, I'm gonna need that back. Switch to Sprint and get iPhone XR, 64 gigabytes for zero dollars per month.